Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to another episode of Sound Collision. And I'd also like to welcome you to my la 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 life. Teaser spoiler alert. We'll leave that for the end of the show. But um, I have got a returning guest, my favorite guest of the year. Y'all know her. It is Nina Schofield, all the way from UK. How are you, Miss Schofield? I'm very well, thanks. Thanks for having me again. Oh, yes. It's a privilege and an honor, believe me. So basically, let's start out the show by promoting your n- brand new sequel, single, sorry, called My Life. That's a double single that people can get with the acoustic version as well. How did you write the song? What's the song about? And what do you want people to feel when they listen to the song? So I really set out to write uplifting, anthemic kind of music, and that's how this song came about. I worked with a great team of writers and producers in Stockholm in Sweden, which is, you know, home to where Max Martin has his kind of roots. And um, it kind of stemmed from there. I mean, we, we got in the room and it was the second song that we wrote together and it just sort of poured out and I had been feeling that I you know I've never felt necessarily part of the cool crew I've always felt a little bit slightly removed from that and I wanted to put that into a song that actually it's okay and the older that you get the more accepting of that it it just becomes you know a normal life you just kind of think well actually my quirks and my individual qualities and things that maybe I view as being not so great actually it's fine and it's something that I should celebrate and you know let's put something positive out there especially in this uh, negative old world and especially in the world of social media where you know everyone puts out a kind of polished version of themselves and I think we're all victims of looking at someone else's um, highlights and thinking dang like they're perfect and and I'm not and actually it's fine not to be that perfect person and this song's definitely about that wow the concept definitely sounds like a very natural progression from the shapes album because you took different pieces of your life that was happening at the time and now you're pretty much like celebrating all the aspects of life like good and bad it's all like puzzle pieces come together that form a masterpiece definitely that concept reminds me of one of my favorite rap albums by an artist named uh, andy minio he entitled the record heroes for sale and basically he was saying that in the age of social media when we like tinder date or whatever we have this kind of notion that we're selling a false versions of ourselves because we want to look like a hero to this person um instead of allowing them to see the good and bad parts of us just to see the totality of our lives so yeah so you you definitely i think got some grandiose ideas i hope coming up for your next album (laughs) (laughs) there are some things taking over (laughs) yeah and I, i won't press you to talk about anything you're not allowed to talk about so your secrets are safe with me but um (laughs) definitely moving on from here um what are some of the things that you are are allowed to tell us about for 2019 is all about single releases and pushing as much music out there as i can because sometimes i feel really held back with um with all the songs that i write i want to get more of them out there um so i've got a couple of single releases coming up one in Late Feb, early March, um, alongside a project that's happening that I can't say anything about yet, but will be cool. And uh, I am starting to get back into uh, gigging from January, which is exciting. Um, So there'll be more of that to come, more of that to be announced. 
Um, and then, so yeah, with the effect of, of my life, I mean, the the lyrics, I suppose you could argue, are kind of, I mean, they're positive, but they are kind of looking into a darker um, world, which is what I always try and do. I don't want to just write a throwaway pop song. So I guess what I want is for when people to listen to it, I want them to feel like um, their feelings are justified, but also here's a four minute or three and a half minutes of music that you can maybe get those feelings out into the open you know by singing along or just by feeling the feelings that you hopefully get when you listen to the record you know when I when I wrote it I felt something special in it and um and I think that's when there's like a connection you know sometimes you can write a song and, and it's kind of like yeah I wrote that but I don't really feel a special connection to it as much as other songs and this one definitely had that special connection so I hope that it can have the same effect for people who listen to it and take it into their lives and hearts and it definitely sounded very current because it also made me reflect on two very recent releases with one being of course the one you already checked out Phoenix by Rita Ora and then also um, What Is Love by Clean Bandit I kind of felt like those two records kind of did the same thing you did which is take darker aspects of life and make it like a lighter more productive sound therefore you can get like a more light felt hopeful take on the darker side of life whether you're dealing with relationships or dealing with insecurities or just um selling like i mentioned before selling a false version of yourself it sounds contradictory like why would you put that those type of subjects to a more lighter sound but at the same time i i guess you do it for the sense of giving people a more inspired feeling of hope as opposed to just staying in their down state with like no hope left by the end of the song well yeah exactly and there's a time and a place for every kind of song so it's not like I'm not ever going to release a sad sounding song again um, but there is a time and a place for it so f for me this song had to be more uplifting it wouldn't have made sense to be a sad song who wants to kind of drown that much in the misery <laughs> you know you you want to find some kind of light in that kind of situation yeah one of the greatest quotes i've ever heard um for art advice is that the second you lose your relevancy in art is when your art no longer reflects where you currently are at in life definitely i think you're you're running that that fine line very smoothly so keep it up well thank you <laughs> now getting to the subject of our show which was an idea that you processed to me a few months ago how much has the music of britney spears and christina aguilera affected you and why did you want to put them up against each other today oh my gosh so those are two of the biggest artists and influences that i had um growing up i mean just I can't even tell you how much I listened to their albums on repeat and just, you know, stood in front of the the mirror, you know, the typical scenario with a hairbrush and sang my heart out. And I don't, I don't really want to um, put them up against each other because I know they've had that kind of whole media history thing and I'm pretty sure they're over that. But just in terms of, it's like a friendly battle, I guess. It's like they're two great artists, so why don't we just have a listen and see, just see who edges the other one out. So, let's get this party started. We're going to be going with Baby One More Time, arguably the most well-known Britney Spears song, probably.
one more time hit me by Britney Spears going up against Genie 2.0 by Christina Aguilera
ladies and gents, that was Genie 2.0 by Christina Aguilera, going up against Baby One More Time by Britney Spears. Definitely, these two songs are really playing heavily with that seductive, sultry, whispery sound. But uh, let's get first into the musical genius's opinion, Miss Nina Schofield. <laughs> so, I'm going to say that my favorite out of those two has to be Baby One More Time, just because it's such an iconic sound. I think what Christina tried to do with her reworking was like make it sound really futuristic. I think that's what Christina's always been about, like pushing boundaries. And she's been slightly ahead of her time a lot of the time, um, which hasn't worked out very well for her in some instances. But in other instances, it's been amazing. And I really appreciate like the the reimagining of that song. But I just don't think you can compete with the iconic sounds of the Britney Spears baby one more time I mean it's like it's one of those songs it will never die you know that song is gonna live forever it I think it's just the perfect mix of a Britney's voice which is so unique and she uses it I mean you know quite often the producer will pull out of a vocalist the the vocal that they want and if that's the case then they did an amazing job but equally Britney's voice is so unique I think that you just you hear it and you're like who is that and all these like Baby, baby, my all that kind of stuff it's so iconic i just can't argue with it and she has to win <laughs> to further that argument which again may be a partial agreement or partial disagreement obviously i do feel that if you go back and look at britney spears younger years when she was singing on stage with jt i believe that at that time she was a much more soulful singer and if she kept going down that road she could have been in the same range with christina aguilera possibly but i think what her producers or Max Martin at the time, whoever the case may may have been at that point, I think they wanted to go more for a uniqueness and iconic sound for her, even if it sadly meant the restraint of her voice. And I think possibly this might be what keeps Jennifer Hudson and Christina Aguilera out of a lot of people's loops, is that I feel like you can tell they are far better singers than a lot of the females we have out today. But at the same token, you feel like they're always struggling for originality like whenever you hear their music you could easily hear where their influences are but you don't even hear much of a hint of originality in the mix that's just in my opinion as far as christina aguilera's genie 2.0 i got no doubt vibes i got kylie minogue vibes i got gaga vibes i got (laughs) madonna vibes like you could tell where all her influences are or what she was prefacing to but i didn't feel like i got like when you get that iconic Christina like you get on Beautiful. Even when I took her singing training course, which is highly recommended on Masterclass, I felt like she chose two songs, Fighter and Beautiful, and also um, Ain't No Other Man. Those are more iconic Christina to me. Yes. That's where I can tell her originality stands out. I'm hearing influences, but they're not overshadowing her originality. Yeah, and also I think she gets that platform to actually explore her voice in the way that she wants to. So yeah, props to both of them, but in this case, I gotta agree with you. Genie 2.0, there's no way that's touching baby one more time. Yeah. <laughs> so... So we got a unanimous vote for Britney on that one. Let's get into round number two. Keeps Getting Better by Christina Aguilera. Yeah. 
found the endings of both of those tracks very similar <laughs> genie keeps getting better uh anyway that's gonna be going up against another arguably biggest britney song of all time you drive me crazy the stop remix here we go
Drive Me Crazy, the Stop remix, which I just found out, like, only heaven knows how this is possible, <laughs> that Nina Schofield did not hear that version, only the original. Wow. Okay. That's going up against Keeps Getting Better by Christina Aguilera. Don't, don't worry, you don't lose your genius points for that. <laughs> but I gotta say, that remix for me put the extra stomp that the original needed that I felt was too light and lacking. Whenever I watched the original version, it still had the powerful melody, but the production felt more like aimed at children. When Once, once they added the more stompy sound, then it, it, I felt like it appealed more to adults as well. Keeps Getting Better, what can I say about that song? I feel it's a natural progression from Jeannie, has that same weird sort of groovy funk production. Her vocals are definitely way stronger on this song, in my opinion. Like you said, it explores a lot more of her elements of her different head voice, chest voice, and full power stomach voice. I feel like I'm being unfair to Christina song-wise, but I feel like I'm being unfair to Britney vocal-wise. So, Christina, again, outsang Britney, but I've, for some reason, again, this song brought some power out of Britney that, again, is very iconic. I gotta be biased and get and go Britney. What about Nina? Okay. So, I get what you mean about listening to that different version of You Drive Me Crazy because um, I was super, super, super young when this song came out. So for me, it was great because it was suited to me because I was a really young kid, right? So now listening to it as, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm older now, so it's like, oh, okay, yeah, I really like this version. Um, and I think that the... The uniqueness of that song, again, is not lost in the current market. I think that's what makes Britney so special. Um, and then going to Keeps Getting Better. Um, yeah, as you said, like I really, as a vocalist, I really love it when I can hear different parts of people's voices in one song. And it doesn't sound like it was forced, you know, it sounds like a natural thing. It's not like she sat down and thought, I really need to get my falsetto in this song, so I'm going to do it here. No, it just all fits together really nicely, the vocal arrangement. And I think I'm actually going to choose this song as my winner purely because of the way the melody was written in the verses, which was really dark. And um, and actually, another thing, this whole song was kind of in a minor key, but there's two parts where it suddenly opens out into major. And to me... That I love that kind of chord progression and to me that just gives it that little sparkle of something different and I could see where Christina was trying to again push herself and I have to give her credit for that so I'm going to say she's my winner on that one. Point to each so Brittany got two now, Christina got one and a bonus note I'd like to point out on You Drive Me Crazy when you said it was catered to your age group at that time because obviously on the cover you had the stereotypical normal t-shirt with denim shorts. <laughs> By the time this remix was released, this remix was released alongside my prerogative when that hits collection came out. So by that time we had shifted from that innocent Britney to the dark angel Victoria's <laughs> secret Britney. I'm a slave to you, Britney. Yeah. <laughs> so that's why I had a more stronger sound because I had to match her image. Yes, she'd broken free. <laughs> I love so much that I cried. I done so much till I was tired. No. Oh. 
Christina Aguilera and Demi Lovato going up against Chilna Witchie by Britney Spears and Jamie Lynn, her younger sister. This is the only round for this show that is heavily, like I told you before, reminding me of our last show comparison when we reached, ironically, the third round also for Dark Horse by Katy Perry against Holiday Remix by Brit Nicole. And on that time, you had said that Dark Horse impressed you for its simplicity, and I had disagreed because I was so infatuated with the production of Holiday Remix. Right. Now, on this one, I feel more the way you did last time in the opposite way. I kind of feel like the simplicity of Chillin' With You was such an irresistible bubblegum pop song. While I felt like Fall In Line, I prefer my hip-hop songs to sound more like battles, not my singing songs. This, to me, felt like Christina and Demi were competing on an episode of The Voice in the battle ring. <laughs> And they didn't sound like a union. It sounded like they were trying to outsing each other. I'm not saying that's a bad thing. I'm just saying that for my personal taste, I prefer my singers to sound more harmonized and more in union with each other to create a bigger sound as opposed to trying to outperform each other. Because that's why I have a weakness for like boy bands and girl groups because even though they have their moments to shine, they sound more unified than trying to outsing each other. Once Please try to start out singing each other. That's when you have your Beyonce's and your Camila Cabello's. And I'm not trying to throw shade. I'm just giving examples. But (laughs) basically on these two particular songs, I cannot say that Chillin' With You is a bigger or better song than Fall In Line. But can I say for simplicity reasons, which one I would rather listen to that doesn't sound like a giant attack me in the face mess i'd have to go with chillin with you and i don't know why i'm being so biased to britney today because christina is one of my favorite teachers and is a way better singer so i don't know why i'm voting this way but over to miss Schofield. so i don't want to sound like a broken record but i'm gonna have to disagree with you <laughs> of course of course the reason why fall in line wins for me is because of the message behind the song compare it to the message of chilling with you which is let's be honest it's a throwaway pop song so you know anyone could have been given that song and sung it 
I don't think that anyone could have been given Fall in Line and sung it the way that Christina and Demi did. I think there's a reason that Christina chose Demi Lovato to sing that song with her. You know, both of them have had public struggles with different things. That song, there was a connection between the two of them, I think. And yes, it does sound a bit like an episode of The Voice at points. I do agree with you in that. I mean... There's sort of uh, a section of the song where they're kind of obviously just feeling the music, but then there's another section that does that, and then there's another section that does that. So in terms of the way the song was laid out, yeah, maybe they could have cut some stuff. You know, it didn't need to be exactly as it was. But in terms of the actual message of the song, that beats Chilling With You just because it tells something to me that I don't get from listening to just a pure bubblegum pop song. Not saying I hate bubblegum pop, because I love it, but in this instance, Fall In Line wins. Yeah, and two more points I'll I'll throw out there just for all time's sake. I kind of feel that a better vocal match for me personally, I would much rather listen to the Do What You Want remix by Lady Gaga and Christina Aguilera, because I feel like their voices are more unified. If I wanted to hear a competition, Demi Lovato was definitely, I agree with you, a better match for this particular story. But vocally, I kind of feel like I would have rather heard a Tori Kelly-Christina Aguilera match. (laughs) <laughs> it, it would also also be more interesting i think to have christina aguilera sing with someone whose voice isn't maybe literally nearly the same as hers in terms of technical ability and stuff like that i mean um you know christina is one of demi's idols so i think that um if she'd have sung even if she'd have sung with britney spears you know it would have made a really interesting song to listen to you know so i do get what you're saying in terms of that so let's Hope to God that all the drama ends and that we get ourselves a Britney Christina collab one day. I would die. <laughs> I would just die and go to heaven. <laughs> Firstly, thank you so much for having me again. And uh, it's been really good fun. And I can't wait to come back. And yeah, I hope you guys enjoy this song. It's my new single. It's called My Life. The lyric video is out. And uh, <laughs> I just want you guys to listen and feel empowered and feel positive. This is my life. Oh, yeah. And then I definitely got to give two more shout outs to Nina. Maybe this is a little fan cringy. But uh, that same feeling she got when she saw BB Rexa across the street is the same feeling I get when I FaceTime her. (laughs) Well, thank you. I'm just human. I'm just human. (laughs) We're all humans. (laughs) But also, I would like to credit Nina Schofield for teaching me probably the most encouraging lesson of 2018, which is that views don't count. It's quality that counts. And I appreciate her for not allowing her stardom to affect her humility to be on the show. And I really appreciate you for that. So in light of that, let's get into my life. Nina Schofield, it's been fun. It's been real. Till next time. Peace. So much fun. Thank you so much for having me.
take it I could never be the basic I see pink and you see black and white The crowd will take a left, I'll make a right Like a square into a circle I don't care It's my It's my